Well, what are you going to do? If, if I have a heart attack, I'll die. What are you gonna, Who are you going to host the podcast with? It's a good question. Who do you think I could get? You could to probably host get the Jamie Johnston to do it. Yeah, you think he would do it? He I says so. oot a lot. Oot and a boot and Perfect. mooth and booth. Perfect. You what just got to say in this episode. You got to He's got to do Mr. Del Rossi. Oh, I don't know if he can do that. Do you think he has that in his range? His repertoire? He's got to be able to do it. If the person yeah. you if after I die of a heart attack tonight, whoever you get to host the podcast, what you should do is you should do like a contest with the dope monkeys. Oh, who can do the Mr. Del Rossi voice other than Mr. Del Rossi? Maybe he's free. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like that, you know, it's really, yeah, it's very. I mean, I think that your Mr. Del Rossi is like so much more interesting than like the real Mr. Del Rossi. Really? Yeah. Huh. Thank you. You're welcome. So you're saying I should have played Mr. Del Rossi? Yes, quite possibly. Marco, you come over here right now. I'm going to give you some chicken the pie. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes, you know, when uh, you see, you watch a show or a movie or something, and somebody is uh, taking a nice uh, spa, and they put the cucumbers under their eyes. What do we do is uh, we put the garlic there. We slice garlic, and they put the death on our eyes instead of cucumber slices. <laughs> I'm sure that burns, right? It feels it burns so good. That's how you know it is a working to clear up your eye bags. Because it burns so good. You have eye bags because you're very busy, and you need to get rid of them because you're gonna look. You're gonna look a focaccia. <laughs> but you're gonna say focaccia. Focaccia. You're gonna be to look a focaccia. Look, I mean, if you put garlic on your eyes, you might look like focaccia, you're like kind of like, like dimpled bread. <laughs> No, if you don't use it, you're going to look a focaccia. Oh, okay, okay. You want to make a show you look nice and Italian. <laughs> Italian? <laughs> Italian, that is how I say it. <laughs> I can't believe we're not even starting the show yet, and I'm already doing Mr. Del Rossi. We're in for a good night. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. That's how you know we're in for a doozy of a doos doos. Mm-hmm. It's a Monday night, <clears throat> ready and roaring to go. My f- everybody's favorite night of the week, <laughs> Monday. Monday. <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. It's just another manic Monday. I think the only thing worse than Monday is Sunday night. That was always that song. It's just another manic Monday. I wish it was Sunday because that's my fun day. I'm like, really? Who's fun day? It's pretty stupid. That's like, that's a Sunday is okay, but mostly sucks. Yeah, really? Sunday mostly sucks. It's. The minute you leave work on Friday until mm-hmm. like Sunday at like what three? Yeah, I'd have to say that like my favorite day of the week might be Thursday because it's the anticipation of that's the weekend. My Thursday, mm-hmm. it's just another wonderful. Th- you like Thursday, of course, because of must see TV, right? Yes, that's also true. <laughs> It is the best television day of the you're, week. You're Thursday. always you always get to watch all your NBC. I mean, now shows. I just watch three hours of Law and Order back to back because that seems to be what must see TV is these days. Whatever it takes, that rage will get you through.
So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Good question, Nancy. And I'm Pat. <laughs> Who the hell was Nancy? That was the scene when my new favorite character on Degrassi The Next Generation, Peter, Hot Peter, my absolute favorite oh, person yeah, ever. Yeah. When he was doing the scene with, with, with Dolly J. And he goes, good question, good Nancy. Question, Nancy. <laughs> Hot Peter is the most is so lovable now. And like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about that when I was watching this. And I was like, how much do I love Hot Peter? Like, it's ridiculous. He's such a tryhard. Yeah. And I feel like that's what made him unlikable, too, because mm-hmm. he was trying so hard at bad, shitty stuff. Mm-hmm. Now he just wants friends and stuff. And to like and to be like, good. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're pretty great. I fucking love him. I love him. He's so earnest. He's a real lovable kind of a guy. But how you doing there, my friend Rachel Lichniowski from Baltimore, Maryland? Uh, Not today. Not in the basement today. She's here. She's coming to us live and direct from Astoria, Queens. We are recording in separate homes about 15 blocks away from each other. I know. It's terrible. But, you know. (sighs) It's Monday. Monday, Monday. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is Monday. It's a lot, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. I think even if we lived together near each other, this is what we just do now. It's just the way we do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier. It's like, a lot easier, Broomhead. Remember when we lived like a half hour walk apart from each other? And I, it was like, it just adds an hour to I got to be honest with you. I would never walk. I would uh, forever do this from now on. Like yeah, if you still yeah. live there, I would never walk a, a half hour again. Unless you had a podcast recording studio in your apartment, or I did, yeah. and we lived very close to each other, I would never do this again. Because we used I mean, to, I used life. to just trudge my ass a half hour walk, and then we'd mm-hmm. just sit to record it on a fold out table while your oh alcoholic God, roommates yes. <laughs> would saunter and in then and out. It was like either that, or we did it at your place on like, like tables this. we had to move around, and then I set up a pillow for it around. Tray or tables. we did it on a desk, my desk with a desktop computer That's back true. in the day. That's true. The, the OG. The OG. Mm-hmm. The best was when we would do it in my apartment after I had kids and we would, well, I guess I always had kids when we did the, the podcast, yeah. but, and we would do it on tray tables and we would have to do it like this because we would wake the baby up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's right next to me now and I just fucking scream, sing all the whole time. I don't care. <laughs> He'll sleep through it, right? But you're doing good. Things are good. You're not you're COVID free. COVID free, finally. God, you get managed. You know why you lost your. So I would love to not get it again immediately. Would be that would be great. Well, you got rid of it because you gave it to all those people at the Paul McCartney concert when you went there with your fucking (laughs) positive COVID coughing on everybody. I think I was negative by that point. Hey, you know what I heard? I heard Rachel was in here. Rachel was in the house today. She got COVID. Paul McCartney's back. (laughs) Hey. You know, Degrassi, I've been watching so much more Degrassi ever since my daughters came over and they were watching it. And now I can't stop watching it. I'm all the way on season 10 already. I'm ahead of you guys. My favorite thing about Paul McCartney was that like three days after I saw him, he played in New Jersey. And of course, Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi came and played with him because they they're just hanging out everywhere in New Jersey. They got nothing better to do. Your love, your love is like bad medicine, right? 
Pet medicine's just what I need. <laughs> Can't get a doctor to cure my disease. Yeah. Bon Jovi. I wouldn't care about Bon Jovi, but Bruce Springsteen would have. What did they sing? Dancing in the Dark? I think they did a, a Beatles song or a Paul McCartney song. Uh, hey I'm not sure. Jude. <laughs> I wonder, yeah. Well, wait. So Bruce and Bon were on stage all together or did Bruce come out and then Johnny John Bon Jovi is a very is not singing great these days. I don't know if you've seen these videos. I mean, we mm-hmm. were making fun of him because of the in Christmas Day. We were making fun of yeah. that song. But have yeah. you seen the videos of him like on tour now? So, I have not. Um but what I heard happened was that, and I had to look up the Bruce songs. because I couldn't remember. I was, they did glory days and I want to be your man together. Um, and then I think that Bon Jovi, it was Paul's birthday, like two days later. And so I think that Bon Jovi just came out for birthday, which like you can kind of, cause he can't sing, sing that terribly. So, and you'd be fine. I love, I want to think be Bruce was also there. So there were like three of them singing plus Paul's band. So you couldn't even pick Bon Jovi out of the mix, except for it probably sounded terrible. I love, I want to be, I want to be your man. 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 And when, Dude, these videos of Bon Jovi singing like "Big Medicine," they're they're so like there were people being like, "I think something's wrong." Like, what happened to his voice? I, you have to see the video. You you okay. won't be you won't broomheads if you haven't seen him. You won't believe your ears. He cannot sing at all. He can't hit any notes. He and it's fucking sad. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're I don't think you need to be doing this. Like you're not yeah. poor. They've they've named a rest stop after you for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know Bruce didn't want one named after him. And the bills were ringing in for Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bon Jovi. He's probably got some kind of like fucking larynx thing. Oh yeah. So they were going to name one after Bruce and he turned it down? Yeah, they asked him if he wanted it. Oh, this fucking guy over here, he thinks he's too big to have a fucking rest stop. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to kick him in his little ass. You know, James Gandolfini has one, but he didn't have any say in the matter. Oh, of course he does, because he is a respectable Jerseyite, not this fucking liberal son of a bitch. Bruce Springsteen, (laughs) this fucking liberal crybaby all the time. Hey, born in the USA, I remember when you said that you were proud of it. I didn't listen to the lyrics. <laughs> oh my God. Here ain't no doctor to cure my disease. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Bon Jovi, Bruce, Br- the same fucking things we talk about all the Bon Jovi, Bruce Springsteen, James mean, Gandolfini, not- New Jersey. <laughs> Fucking At least we're not stops. back on like Gavin Rossdale and Kowalczyk. <laughs> we could, we could dig deeper. No, but I'm but I think if there is if there is like a bingo card of like New Jersey, Don Jovi, Bruce Springsteen, mm-hmm. we James Gandolfini, rest stops. We talk about all. Of them. Yeah, Chris Christie. Oh my God! Remember that time Mary Pat Christie was so mad at you and she was like under my bed for months this poor woman. mary pat is still one of my favorite names <laughs> it's a hilarious <laughs> name if i ever have a child i will not name them mary pat. 
Mary Pat. Mary, Mary Patricia. I'm Mary not Pat. Irish enough to name my child Mary Pat. I can't. Mary Pat. I guess Mary Pat Christie must be Irish, right? I guess. I don't know what her last name is. Christie. Before she was Mary, Mary Pat Christie. <laughs> of course, we know what her name is for Christie. Her name was Christie. She didn't have to change it. It was one of those things where they had the same last name. Her name is Christie Christie. Your love is like Mary Pat Christie. <laughs> so we're not here to talk about any of those things. Of course, but we are Mm-mm. here to talk about those things. But we're not here. To, we are, but we're not. Yeah, we're like kind of here to talk about that. But we're also tired of talking about New Jersey. I mean, but so just you didn't want to wish me a happy Father's Day. Is that what we're dealing with? We just just decided I don't <laughs> not interested. Well, I was going to ask you how you were doing. And then you just started doing the whole we're not talking about. So. I I didn't jump in. Well, I guess it's a good thing we're not talking about Father's Day. So we're not here to talk about Father's Day because Rachel just didn't even bother. You know, she was just <laughs> looking down at her notes, moving on to the next one, not even taken into consideration. Her old pal had a big now holiday. Now I feel like I can't because it would just be like, you know... Your love is is meaningless. Mary Pat Christie. Mary Pat Christie's hiding under my bed. (laughs) Why was she so mad at you? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't know if it had something to do with something I said about to Chris. Oh, you know, it was like she couldn't believe you would question whether or not she knew the uh, state food or something. Yeah. Yeah. So is your love like Mary Pat Christie hiding under a bed? Mm hmm. Yeah, because it's my love is like Mary Pat Christie, like Mary Pat Christie hiding under my bed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because it's a hidden love, I guess. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Um, but we're not here to talk about any of these things. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. More specifically, mm-hmm. Degrassi, the next generation, episode 914. It's the 14th episode of the ninth season of Degrassi, the next generation. Wow. It's the 177th episode. I can't even, mm-hmm. I still can't believe this. Every time it gets higher. It, you know, every time it gets higher. It does. It does. One or two, sometimes two higher. It's an, it's an impossible thing. Mm-hmm. But because of all the two-parters, it's actually the 143rd episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. The name of the episode is Stop Me Up. If you stop me up, I'll never stop. And you know what? I checked, and we have not mm-hmm. done the Rolling Stones. So, Rachel... Lay it on me, my old pal. What's your favorite Rolling Stones song? So I didn't think that we had necessarily done them, but I was like, haven't we talked about them at some point? Stop it up! I'm sure we've talked about them. They're one of America's America's best rock bands. So (laughs) they're one of the United States of America's most prominent rock and roll bands. So of course we've talked about them. Yeah, they play every Republican national convention. Yeah, you stop it Mick Jagger. <laughs> if the broomheads could see it, I'm doing like the Mick yeah. Jagger. <laughs> You're doing your Mick Jagger. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I love it. So what's your favorite <laughs> Rolling Stone song? Yeah, lay it on. Uh, Miss You is my favorite Rolling Stone song. I, I feel I felt like there would be more of a, like, I feel like you were going to talk. I feel like you like the Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Stones. Do you want me? Sorry. Let me go through my banter. I think so, you, I would um, imagine you like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. But it's the Rolling Stones also are uh, my dad's band. Like, that's what my dad loves the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And that was when I was growing up, it was like my mom liked the Beatles, my dad liked the Rolling Stones. Ooh. And obviously, they both like both of those. But like, 
it felt very much like a divide. My dad does a great Mick Jagger impression. Love it. Um, and, but when I was a kid, so I had to listen to both of them a lot when we would like drive places and stuff. And my dad would play like some of the weird B sides by Rolling Stones, which I hated. So there's a lot of songs in there that I dislike. Um, and I think there's a lot of great songs, but yeah, I miss you as my hands down favorite. Like B sides from like, like just deep cuts or like actual B sides that are not uh, on albums and stuff. 2000 light years from home is one that I remember really hating. Oh, Do you I, know that song? No, I don't know it. Okay. Yeah. Two, uh, it's like, um, I'm 2000 light years from home. Pump, 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 pump. Hey, 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 bum. <laughs> 2000 light years away. That one. I can't, I can't, yes, that exactly that one. I can't hear Start Me Up and not picture that music video and Mick Jagger like dancing around and also the Apple commercials from the 90s or 2000s or whenever they did those. Stop me up and never stop. Um, so your dad's a big Rolling Stones guy, your mom was Beatles guy, and then like they would fight. They would punch you, they would get into Yeah, like, they would physical, have like, like physical knockdown tufts. fights, yeah. Your mm-hmm. mom would be like, fuck you, Mick is, I mean... Paul well, is but better. She, but she has to do like the it, the kind of, you know, like very sappy Paul way of fighting. Really? Oh, Paul I'm is so- our favorite Beatle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't think it's passive aggressive. Yeah. I didn't realize you thought the Rolling Stones were better than the Beatles. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's funny always that they're like, the t- I feel like that's, uh, maybe it's not, but it mm-hmm. feels like. Are they the Blur and Oasis of the 60s? But Blur and Oasis hated each other. Like, did the oh, Beatles yeah, they, and the Rolling Stones, like, maybe they did, I don't know. Did they really hate know, each yeah. other? They're not the same. Like, the Beatles mm-hmm. play pop music, and the Rolling Stones are a fucking blues rock band. So, yeah. I, I, and, like, and then they both did a bunch of different things throughout their careers, but I would say the Rolling Stones stayed more, like, one sound, whereas the Beatles was, like, 17 different things in eight years. Yeah, I would agree with that. Although, the Rolling Stones, like, did do a lot of like disco <laughs> true true i forgot about that i mean miss and you is not been around forever miss you is kind of a disco song mm-hmm. great choice by the way that's a great song mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of other great songs but that one is like a far and away my favorite what a drag it is getting old they have so many mm-hmm. good songs. The, yeah they have like the, the 20 best rolling stone songs are like out of like the let's say the best songs of all time mm-hmm. the 20 best rolling stone songs are like number two through 21 because number one is of course don't dream it's over Crowded by Grand yeah, House. Yeah. so of course they their songs come and then out. it's just 20 rolling stone songs yeah. i'm just kidding. and then it's like a maybe a wing song is in there and then beatles oh but below don't that. forget peg by steely dan is it gonna be oh yeah sorry yeah and Lindsay buckingham doesn't even make the charts <laughs> the solo stuff I like. The, I just think yeah. about how sometimes there's like they pick a group that had like one song, like literally, like they didn't even do more than one song. It's not even like they just had one single; they only had one song. What are you talking and about? Then it's Degrassi. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the themes, and then it's like the Rolling Stones. Like, where do we even begin? Well, uh, to, to 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 on their side. And I don't. And to be fair, I don't want to talk for forty five minutes about the Rolling Stones. This is not a Rolling Stones podcast. But well, I don't think that Degrassi was counting on two idiots fucking pontificating about the titles of no, their episodes no. for 30 minutes either. 
it's their own fault for not seeing what the future they should have shyler and stone it's on them they should have known i love the rolling stones i think they're great i was actually just Mm -hmm. talking about it with a friend of mine today i was like because they're touring and i was like i would go to that again or or they're done i don't know they just finished Mm -hmm. one or something but i was like i would maybe they toured somewhat recently but then charlie watts died so i hadn't heard of oh no they're touring post charlie watts's death wow they had someone raring to go as soon as that happened you can is it someone's son i don't know who it is it's fucking (laughs) but um well i guess everyone is someone's son i'm gonna go to bat because i love exile on main street it's my favorite rolling stones album it's one of my favorite albums of all time um Mm -hmm. it's just such a fucking mess and i love it so mm-hmm. I'm going to say Rocks Off is not only my favorite Rolling Stones song, but I think that if Gun to My Head, it's the best side one track one I I can think of. I can't think of a better okay. one. At the moment, there's probably like some obscure, someone's like, hey, if you can you Captain Beefheart and some bullshit. But like, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, did you not hear fucking Peg by Steely Dan? That's not the first, that's not side one track one of Asia. That would be, I can't think of what that is, but. It's okay. You don't have to impress everyone with your My Steely Dan, knowledge. my knowledge of Steely Dan, mm-hmm. a band I pretend to hate, but really I absolutely love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> rocks off. But to get my rocks off, I'm I see you. It's so obvious that they're just like on so much cocaine while that song is happening. And Mick is just like, let's dive in that can of Z. That horns. It's so good. I love Exile on Main Street. Top to bottom. Loving Cup is another song on Exile on Main Street that take another drink from your loving cup. What a great song. Rock, uh, Tumbling Dice is on there. Sweet Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Get on it, I- kids. Another song that I really liked when I was a kid that came out when I was a kid was Anybody Seen My Baby from Bridges to Babylon. I don't even fucking know it. (laughs) Oh, it's the one that sounds so much like a Katie Lang song that they preemptively paid Katie Lang for a songwriting credit. (laughs) What's the name of the song? Anybody Seen My Baby. It was from like the like 97, I guess. And it has a music video where they're all larger than life in New York City, like Godzilla. I do remember that video. I definitely. It's that video. Say the name of the song again. I'm so sorry. Anybody Seen My Baby. Also, that might not be that video. I was like, is that that video or is that a different one? The only Katie Lang song I know is Constant Craving, so I'm just singing it to sound. It does sound like that's the song it sounds like. (laughs) Has anybody seen my baby? (laughs) Constant Craving is a fucking great song. (laughs) Katie Lang. It is. It is. And the thing is, is that it's not like they intentionally ripped off katie lang it was just that i think they wrote the song and then they're like that does sound a lot like that let's just go ahead and give her a songwriting credit well something who did like who was the tom petty one? Oh, the guy oh the uh adele but he's a guy <laughs> what's his name he had a song that like sounded like a tom um, petty song and then sam yes that guy yes ruben what's loves his last him. name What's his last name? Oh my god! Sam, I am. 
from Green Eggs and Ham. Sam I Am. Well, he had a song. This is why you gotta love Tom Petty. He had a song that sounded just like a Tom Petty song, and Tom Petty was like, eh, whatever. He was like, shit happens. Nope. He didn't ask him for a writing credit. He didn't sue him. He was like, people fucking, sometimes this happens. Godspeed, Sam Malone. Oh, my God. Sam Malone. That's his name. Sam Malone. Shepard? No, Sam Shepard's a playwright. I know. Sam Neal. I'm I'm just kidding. Sam. Sam Elliott. Sam. I can't even think of Sam from Cheers. Sam Malone. I already said it. Sam Malone. That was the first one I said. Sam, Sam, the baker's man, I think was his Mm -hmm. name. Mm -hmm. Um, And then interestingly, so Rolling Stones were like, oh, we ripped off Katie Lang. Let's give her money. And then we're like, the verve come, come pay up. Yeah, this has this works in a cycle. Swap, That's swap, how that swap, goes. Swap, 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 I like that song, Bittersweet Symphony, but I don't think I ever need to hear it again for the remainder of my life. Yeah, I think I'm pretty good. No, Jack could say it comes on the radio all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. So rocks off. That's the role. Yeah, I'm going with rocks off. Okay. The sunlight bores. Wait, the sunshine bores. The daylight's out of me. What a great line. What a great line. Me too, Mick. <laughs> I hate the daytime. <clears throat> stop me up. If you stop me up, I'll make a club on top of the dot. And it'll only take. It'll it's not only called take on top of the to dot. Set it's- up. It's called Above the Dot, Jesus Christ. Somehow I have a working venue in a day. And permits. <laughs> hot I Peter. don't understand. I don't understand. Peter. They set up a fucking rock club, had a show, uh-huh. and had a drug agent show up all within eight hours. It was amazing, and he... They didn't show him building a stage. Well, no, he had the stage, because remember? Yeah, I don't remember there being a stage up there. I just thought it, like, suddenly appeared. No, there was a stage. It just looked like a bunch of trash. No, the first thing Peter said was, this is a stage. So you must have been, uh, you must have fallen asleep. <laughs> I watched it, like, an hour and a half ago. He goes into the, ha- the room, and he's like, there's so much up. Look, this is a stage. <laughs> so, yeah, that was pretty, that was, like, the only thing that was there. Mm-hmm. So everyone's getting set up for college. Mm-hmm. Hot Peter's so excited he goes, "I'm a college going guy." Because he got into TU. Yeah, he got into yeah TU. Chirancho Ch- is actually a CH Chirancho yeah. University. <laughs> he got in there by the skin of his teeth. He said, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. everybody else got in there as well as well as other places. But he seems to be mm-hmm. the only one. Um, mm-hmm. So he needs a job, right? Because mm-hmm. he needs to pay for college. Yeah, and he doesn't have any um, experience of any kind except for with guitar and bass. Yeah, <laughs> two different things, as he says. Yeah, so different, those instruments. It takes a lot of different skills. So was he trying to get a job at the Dot Marie Jones, or was he just, like, talking to Spinner in there? He was talking to Spinner about how he, like, you know, he he was helping with his resume, I think, and he's like, you know, could I get work here? And then he's like, well, that you'd cut into Holly J's chips, Can, her chips. Yeah, 
Can I? It's it's chirancho, so it's chips. Right, chips. That's right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I uh, something about Hot Peter. Mm-hmm. So they threw him out of the band. They basically mm-hmm. like kept the band going without telling him, with having a new mm-hmm. singer. Yeah, because he had a day long meth addiction. I gotta say, he he should be more I mean I know in the end it works out in this episode Mm -hmm. he should be so much more mad at these people and he isn't like fuck them they threw him out of the band like get out of here because he showed up at Mm -hmm. one could you imagine like do you not know what being a fucking rock star is all about it's about like getting fucked up and vomiting and like getting yelling at people Mm -hmm. getting in trouble could you imagine this guy Danny and fucking Sav and fucking Spinner wouldn't last a day in like imagine like (laughs) the Strokes or any rock band Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Rach? Mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones, even. Come on. The Rolling Stones wouldn't know. These guys were just doing cocaine for breakfast. Yeah. A little meth, and, you know, Hot Peter's out of the band. But meth is a tricky one. I feel like meth is messy. That's the tagline. Meth is messy. I guess it's mm-hmm. messy, yeah. Sorry, I should say crank, mm-hmm. you know, like Victoria calls it. <laughs> this poor guy ends up on one traffic median. And uh, just and one, just once one. in his life, and that's the end of it. And he's still yeah. like nice to the, he's still, I, I don't know, I feel I, I don't know. Anyway, it, it works out in the end, but I'm just saying, he 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 would have mm-hmm. the right to be more angry at these people, and yet mm-hmm. he just he's still very good to them. Mm-hmm. So Spinner asks him to help him go upstairs and like move some boxes or some shit, and that's when Peter sees the gold mine that's up there in the attic mm-hmm. of the dot which is mm-hmm. a wonderful area to have bands. And, and uh, Spinner agrees. He says, you know, kids of the neighborhood do need a place to hang out. Yeah. He says oot. Peter says oot. Claire says about. Oh, did she? Yeah. And I was just like, wow, she definitely does not say a boot. She says about. She's like, what? Just looks at herself in the mirror and she's like. She might not be Canadian. I don't know. I could just see her like trying to lose the accent. She just looks at herself in the mirror and she goes, she just keeps, she's like about, about yeah. a boot. And she's then so, if she she's says so a boot. busy trying to take on Declan's life. <laughs> if she says, so she's like about, about a boot. And then she smacks herself in the face every time she says it. This is the actor. Don't <laughs> say a boot, out. you fuck. Smack. About, about. It's an electric shock. About, yeah. So about, about <laughs> a boot. Yeah. She has her mom electric shocker every time she says a boot. About, 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 about. <laughs> What's her name? Um, Aaron Paul. Oh my. <laughs> That's what it is. Now. Aaron Paul. <laughs> Claren Paul. Famous tequila maker, Claren Paul. Wait, he makes tequila too. I think they make Which it together. No, does? they him and him and Cranston make something together. They have like a booze. Oh my god! Because doesn't George Clooney have his own? <sighs> they all have their too? own something. I was gonna say they all make fucking tequila. Claire and Paul is her real name right now. <laughs> Claire and Paul. So 
that we'll get to Claire and Paul though. We have a lot to talk about. We actually don't. I think yeah. you could do Claire and Paul's story. Remember the one when I was like, do it in 60 seconds. You could do this one in 35 seconds. No question. Oh, wow. wow. Um, so Spinner's like, we got, I got to talk to the owner. I was like, the owner, mm-hmm. it's not you. I hate this absentee owner. <laughs> finally, finally, we know that there is a real owner for the dot. Yeah. There's it's some guy and he's like, all right, fine. Like, but I don't want any funny business, no drinking, no drugs. He's just like, Mm -hmm. I mean, could you imagine like in all honesty, like Mm -hmm. I don't care about realism, Mm -hmm. but like the show is, is like baked in like into its fabric is like how it's so honest about what life is like being a teenager. Right. And we, we Mm -hmm. touch on, it goes there. We tell those stories. Mm -hmm. We don't shy away from them, but everything else, they're just like, it doesn't fucking matter at all. There is no world where any of this could happen, let Mm -hmm. alone in uh, with a day of turnover. It's literally like the guy, the, the guy who owns the dots, like, all right, you can do it. We see Peter hang Christmas lights around one like pole. And then and he there's a club. Yeah. All he did to clean up that space was hang one strand of Christmas lights and then sweep a broom around a little bit. Yeah. It, it wasn't even that long of a montage. It was, it wasn't, he didn't have to do, he didn't, it wasn't messy. <laughs> Also, I just want to point out that what Spinner actually said to Hot Peter mm-hmm. was that not that kids needed a place to hang out, it's that kids do need a place to party. Mm. That's true. <laughs> he did say party. Which I was like, excuse me? <laughs> they do need a place oh, to party. I want to get kids. Let's turn this into it. I want to get Also, uh, also, uh, um, yeah, so when... So when Peter's talking to the owner of the dot about how they want to host like all ages shows there and he's saying like, you know, well, if you're going to mess it up, this is going to mess it up for Spinner, too. And so, like, don't do it. And so Peter says, I won't scoot Hooner. Wait, what? <laughs> what does he say? I won't what? <laughs> Scoots Hooner. The Canadian fans of this show are going to turn on us soon. They're going to turn on <laughs> us soon. But it's it's funny because it's like really hot Peter is the one with the accent. Like no one else is. <laughs> Did he really say scoot sooner? Come he on. Said, he said scoot. <laughs> he also said word of mouth. Vermouth? Word of mouth. Oh, That's oh. how people are going to find out about the club. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. <laughs> First all my notes, all my notes are just things that Peter said. <laughs> Scoot Sooner is a fucking classic. Scoot Sooner could be the name of this podcast if we like it happened earlier. Yeah. I also love how not all. So we talked earlier about how fast this all gets made. There is mm-hmm. also a fucking flyer. He makes a flyer with art. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. also a banner like a flag yeah. with the fucking yeah. place's name on it and then and then the first night they're open there's actually more christmas lights it's like they magically appeared on their own i am so easy i give the benefit of the doubt i'm like oh it's a movie it's a tv show you gotta go with it and i believe mm-hmm. that a lot of the times you gotta go with it but come on you can't even just like go like you know what we're gonna open in a week and mm-hmm. then just cut to it's a week later. Who fucking mm-hmm. cares? There's no reason <laughs> to like not just say that. What happens yeah. in a week at the Degrassi? I guess a lot at Degrassi. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They have. I also was surprised we never saw that drug permit guy again. That the was so dude. funny. <laughs> the met. He's he was a member of the Metro Drug Task Force. Those are just words that they put together to sound yeah. official. The Metro, the Metro drug, drug Task Force. Test. Is that even like a real job? <laughs> no. I heard someone was dealing drugs in here. <laughs> so no, it was just a bunch of stoners smoking pot. That's all it was. So they, they also never like explained that story. I was like, where else did we go with this drug line story? Nowhere. So they well, I guess kind of because the the Victoria of it all. Yeah. But we didn't see like any drug dealing. I wanted to I wanted Hot Peter to get in trouble. What? That's me. I mean, I love Hot Peter, but just because I want the drama. Ooh, that drama. Ooh, give me that drama. Ooh, I'd sacrifice my favorite there. people just for the drama. I mean, favorite is a stretch. That's like... Ooh, give me that drama. Put it in my veins like crank. <laughs> to you, it's like crank to your melon, meaning your head. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Crank in that melon. Yeah, put that crank right up to my melon. Um, So... They miraculously get this club off the ground so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, Peter is signing a clipboard f- for some delivery of something uh, unclear, and mm-hmm. over and along comes Fiona, Fiona and Victoria, right? Mm-hmm. My Victoria, even Victoria, Fiona's cousin. The one That's who some... gave Hot Peter the meth in the first place. Sorry, Crank. Crank. I would never in one million years have remembered that, though. Would you have? I did because they really told me it again. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Where Fiona's like, hey, Peter, remember my cousin, the former meth chick? Now, I'm going to say something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I don't know if I want it to be in the podcast, but I'm going to say it, okay, and okay. then we can decide later. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. She looks like a, per- a meth head. <laughs> oh, she does. She like does. she's like really skinny, and she looks very like her skin looks sallow. Yes, and, like, they do it. They must have done it on yeah. purpose, right? Yeah. Even her hair. Her hair looks like it's like limp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, it's like limp. It's like you know what it reminds me of. A limp biscuit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. You got me. You got me. You fucking got me. Fuck, fuck you. You know me too. We've been doing this together for I know, too we've long. Been doing this for too long. Where on the bingo card was that? We've been doing this together for far too long. You knew exactly the stupid joke I was gonna make, and you ate me alive. Good for you. Like a trying to feed you something else. Like a chump. Like a chump. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So she walks up and she's like, I'm two months sober too. Look at my NA chip. It's been It's been two months since I took some crank. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, which is which is uh, hold on. It's been two months since I had some crank, which is 59 days longer than my crank addiction actually lasted. Because it was only one day. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. Um, Broomheads Stereo Gum did a number ones on 
bare naked ladies one week and it is the chef's kiss of, of music journalism. So just check it out. It in the Facebook group. Oh, it's posted in the Facebook group. It is so funny. Tom Bryan, who's one of my favorite music writers. He hates this song so much and he is so fucking mean <laughs> to it. And it He's is so mean. beautiful. It's a, it's not even like masking itself as unbiased. It's just like, I fucking hate this thing. It's a fucking it's cancer on mm-hmm. society. It's so great. And even if you like the song, it's still great because so, passion is wonderful either way. It's very funny. Anyway. Um, so Victoria is like, I'm going to come out. Maybe I'll come to your club mm-hmm. for the first night mm-hmm. that the club is open. And, you know, Hot Peter's kind of into her because she's like clean now, maybe. And he doesn't do any more drugs ever since he stopped doing that meth that second day. Post meth. They're both mm-hmm. post meth is what they say. They're both post meth. What's the name of this place? Above the dot? Above the dot. <laughs> So in order to spread the word for above the dot when he's not running into Victoria while he's making unknown deliveries or accepting unknown mm-hmm. deliveries from mm-hmm. unknown places, um, mm-hmm. he goes on the Degrassi announcements. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen this in a while, this is a masterpiece. It's so funny. He gets on mm-hmm. there with Holly J and he's got a whole script that he's written where Holly J is a so character funny. named Nancy, but he doesn't tell her that. And no. it is just absolute gold. One of my favorite mm-hmm. scenes in a long long time of this show, I would mm-hmm. have to say. Mm-hmm. That's a good question, Nancy. <laughs> he, no, she he, and also at one point she's like she's reading it and one of the lines is like I really wish there was a place to go to like see bands or something like that. And he goes, holy coincidence, which is also fucking so funny. <laughs> it's like, I love this, this sweet, earnest hot Peter, he, this post meth hot Peter. He, you know, we joke about the meth thing, but they do set Peter up to have very like addictive tendencies. Like, this is a very much like, I got to get this done. I want to do this. It was the same even like with the Manny stuff back in the day. It was Mm -hmm. like, I I need to be the best at this thing. So Mm -hmm. maybe he was a method. They also imply that the only reason why he needs a job is because his dad lost money in the recession. (laughs) As like timely of 2008, 2009. And Hatsu Lakas is just a lowly Canadian principal. Mm-hmm. Principles don't bring in the money. Nah, hell no. <sighs> Do principals make more money than like a tenured teacher? I would think so. I would assume. Yeah. I'm not a principal, so I can't answer that question. Snake has a scene here where he's like teaching class and he's talking about Windows versus Linux <laughs> versus Myra's son lennox <laughs> i was thinking more of linus remember linus mm. yeah. from charlie brown <laughs> no the guy who was in the christian club that darcy was in who was a terrible guy yeah that guy was a piece of shit mm-hmm. that guy who punched him Set. marco marco you're punching <laughs> a linus in the face i will say this if linus had a fist fight with Myra's son Lennox, he would lose. Lennox would beat him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's for such sure. A twat, for sure. Linus. 
It's been so long, and I'm like, it's I don't even remember exactly what happened been. in that episode. It's been so long, I don't remember what happened in that episode. So then there's a couple different things going on in this episode. Like, there's, like, steam picking up for Above the Dot. So, like, Janie and the studs play, and they bring some people in, but not that many. And then you think there's of that some new guys. Song? It sounded great. Uh, Who's the rest? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the rest? I liked it. I, liked I was it like, too. I feel like that's a Peter joint, you know? <laughs> like, who else had Who's the rest? House arrest. House arrest. I. That almost sounded like you were saying House of Rest. I was. Which sounds like a mattress store. It wasn't called House of Rest. I'm just kidding. I know. It House of Rest. Um, House of Rest. Ha- John's House of Eats. <laughs> John's. <laughs> I forgot about John's House of Eats. I it's think funny that- how I can't remember. I can't spe- remember the specifics of Marco punching Linus, but I do remember John's House of Eats very clearly. I think of John's <laughs> House of Eats all the time. <laughs> It's one of the top 10 things that I, from this podcast that I've retained. Because yeah. whenever I see anything about John Cassavetes, which you'd think probably doesn't happen that often, but it actually does because I'm a movie guy. Anytime mm-hmm. I see John Cassavetes ever, anything about him, John's House of Eats. <laughs> so they're doing better at the club, but there's some guys smoking weed. Mm-hmm in the back of it. And so Peter goes to tell him, he's like, Hey, I don't want to narc on you guys, but, uh, could, like you can't do that in here. And then I was like, that's literally narking, but sure. Um, and then they're like, well, you know, maybe we'll just take ourselves somewhere else. It's like, and tell people it's not cool here. So he tells them to just go smoke weed in the bathroom. And it's like, maybe just go outside the dot and smoke weed like that. You could do that. Right. Um, and so Peter lets them stay just so that they don't tell everyone it's lame there. Yeah. And then that police guy comes in, blah, blah, blah. After the but show. But then at the, in the meanwhile, Victoria and Peter have this thing going on where like they're both post meth. They're in a good place and Peter's interested in her and she's interested in him and they're kind of like flirting back and forth. And then she's like, oh, I can get this band that I've never heard of. Um, to come play above the dot, and so you bring lots of people in. You mean, and when I say I've never heard of, I mean me, not Victoria. I've never Fritz Helder and the Phantoms. Yeah, they were also name checked last week as well on the show. Really? At the end of the episode, that's Danny gets concert tickets for him and Shantae, and that's the concert that uh, that he. Gets Are you tickets familiar for. with them? Not a not a damn clue. Yeah. Not a damn clue. They stink. I will say. Yeah, I did not care for them at all. But they clearly were, you know, enough of a band that they were really playing on here. They were a big Canadian band and, and no one could mm-hmm. believe it. So they, she, he was like, are mm-hmm. you really going to do that for me? And she's like, yeah, I'll do it for you. And then mm-hmm. he finds out in Snake's class when they're learning about Windows mm-hmm. versus uh, Lennox, uh, Myra's mm-hmm. son. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> about he said and they're, they're like peter is there anything you want to share with the class and he's like yeah fritz and the f- fucking phantoms i wrote it down fritz helder and the phantoms is gonna play above the dot tonight and nobody can believe it everybody's like i know they're thrilled holy mother of god is what they all mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. and um 
And sure enough, it happens above the dot. They get this mm-hmm. big concert. There's a lot of kids there <laughs> lying out the door. I was surprised that they didn't have some problem with capacity issues. There were like too many kids there. Maybe the the ceiling or the floor would have collapsed onto the dot. You're just wait- Ooh, give me the drama. Oh, I, I know. Even, I was waiting for I don't it. Care what I thought that to the, the permit dot. guy was going to show up again. The police task You're force. Talking about man, the Metro whatever. Drug Task Force, gentlemen. <laughs> that guy. That guy. <laughs> hey, I'm from the Metro Drug Task Force. I mm-hmm. heard you had too many people in here, but that doesn't have anything to do with dr- the drug uh, task. Uh, uh, it does. Um, the Metro Drug Task Force, also Capacity Task Force. Uh, when Hot Peter finds out that Fritz Helder and the Phantoms are going to play, and he announces it to the medium of no my God, media emergent class, he says, "Danny's like, no way." And he says, "Have I ever lied to you, Daniel?" And then he, and Danny was like, he was like, "Don't answer that," because he I guess yeah. he has lied to him. <laughs> And he, he actually, what he said was, he goes, have I ever lied to you, Daniel? And Daniel's about to answer, he goes, you know what? I have all those times I told you that vest looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> Although, all right, Paul McCartney. That's just like a joke because I deep down think that that vest does. He does rock that vest and it does look very cool. I joke about it, but I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been... Uh, so Jane finds Victoria in the bathroom and she's sniveling after she walks yeah, out of she's sniveling. <laughs> she's a sniveling. <laughs> Is that what you would call it? Sniveling. <laughs> yeah, one snivels. One's to assume that she was doing crank in the bathroom yet again. Yeah. My yeah. Victoria. And so Peter's like, no, but really, she's she's over this. It's not that. So he uh, sets her up like an undercover cop and goes to the dot and starts talking about how he's like, I think I want to get back into it. And she's like, well, I've got stuff for you. I know who to hook you up with immediately. And then she's like, wait, was this just a setup? And he's like, yes, yes, it was. (laughs) Which I really like hot Peter, but I was also like. Mm-hmm. Kind of fuck you a little bit. You know what they call that in the business? Entrapment. What? <clears throat> yes, they do. They do. They do call that in entrapment. the business of uh, being uh, on the Metro Drug Task Force. We would have mm-hmm. to call that entrapment. We can't do that on the Metro Drug Task mm-hmm. Force. We have to gotcha, be. Gotcha, gotcha. You have to play, play by the letter of the law. Letter of the law. So, mm-hmm. and then so he's like, yeah, I'm not into what. Ha- I kind of forget what happens after that. He. She says it's a setup. He says yes. Then she just kind of mm-hmm. leaves, and that's it. Yeah, that's kind of what happened there. And then she's like, "I'm going to tell Fritz Helder and the Phantoms yeah. to fuck you." Yeah. And in the meanwhile, he's doing great. You know, this club is really like paying off because all these people came to the show that that girl, yeah, got to come to the play there. But she was like, "This the dot above the dot's going to be the hottest place." Of all time. Above the dot is essentially the peach pit after dark. This is what we're dealing with here. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the same thing. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and not only is Hot Peter now an entrepreneur in his own eyes, um, but he has been invited to rejoin his own band, which is now renamed. Janie and the Studs featuring Peter Stone, which is a mouthful. 
It's a silly name. They should just name it, go back to Studes. They should put masks back on, the whole deal. But mm-hmm. I'm so happy that Peter gets the one thing in, because he says early, when they're talking about how he's never had a job, they're like, Peter, mm-hmm. be honest. Have you ever done anything for like more than two weeks or something? And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. my band that you threw me out of. <laughs> Fucking you assholes. assholes. <laughs> I keep, as we keep getting further and further away from it, I'm like, when is Spinner going to find out that Jane was fucking Declan? Uh, I know what's coming, but I think it's not going to be till the end of the season. Paula, Paula Brancati. You know? Yeah. But he's back in the band, Janie and the Studs featuring Mm -hmm. Peter Stone. I mean, they could just still be Janie and the Studs. He's just now back in the Studs. They don't have to be featuring Peter Stone. Yeah, Yeah. well, it was Studs and then it was the Studs. So, like, he was. It's different bands. Right. But he could still be part. They could still just be Janie Mm -hmm. and the Studs. Mm -hmm. It's like how there's PMS and then Hell Hath No Fury, but they're completely different bands. But what I'm saying is this is suggesting that Peter's not a stud. He's just like his own thing. He is neither Janie nor a stud. He is Peter Stone. But he's hot Peter. Janie and the studs featuring hot Peter Featuring hot Peter. Mm -hmm. No, no stone. Just hot Peter. Because he's hot Peter Lockus. He's not a stone. He's a Lockus. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're absolutely right. Just because right. Hot yeah. Sue has like her maiden name doesn't mean that Peter yeah, is Yeah, you're like, right. Stone. Why are they calling him Peter Stone? His name is obviously. that's probably his dad's name. Nah, he's obviously Peter Locus. And also, why is it spelled S-T-O-N-E and not S-T-O-H-N? I always wanted to know why it's spelled S-T-O-N-E and not L-A-K-I-S. <laughs> Stevens. Oh, I always spell it L-A-K-O-S. Oh, Lacos. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Peter Lacus. What a great A story. But with with every great A story comes a B B story. Starring Clarence Paul. What's her name? What's her name? Aaron Paul? Um, it's it's um it's that Irish name that I never know if I'm pronouncing it right. Ashlyn. Oh, yes, Ashlyn. Oh, fucking I, my God. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. name. It's spelled it like P-X-N-K-L-O-R-M <laughs> and it's May. <laughs> it's pronounced May. But it's May, but it's like May. <laughs> like you have oh, to really get you the... know, my name is Barbara. It's we spell it B X Q R L M N O P. Barbara. I went to a town in Wales once that had no vowels in the name, <laughs> just none. <laughs> <laughs> no vowels. Oh, oh fucking man. suffering mother of Jesus. Anyway, so Square Claire is in life writing with with our favorite teacher, Lin Lin Lou. Oh, miss her. Haven't seen her for a while. I love Miss Quan. I love every time she comes back and they give her twenty bucks. Yeah, she's getting she gets a cool twenty every couple of weeks. Yeah, Good for it's her. like it's like babysitting money, you know? Yeah. You can buy like a soda with it. Yeah. You can't buy crank with it, that's for sure. I think because she's been around for so long, Snake, because he's a producer now, probably throws her thirty to be honest. Yeah. yeah. 
So Claire, this is a really short story, but I still enjoyed it. I have to say, but Claire has like the most boring story for a life writing class. Cause she's like, nothing interesting has happened in my life. Oh, good impression. Mm-hmm. That sounds exactly like her. It sounded writing. like Claire and Paul. <laughs> so like she is talking to Declan after class and she wants to be the prop master for the play. This play is still going on in the background. So this is like one continuity thing that I'm very into. I can't wait to see the play when it actually happens. I can't, I, I was thinking about it. that too. I, I hope there's like, a whole episode yeah. where we just see the play. Like it's not any other actual I, things that happen. That's it. Ha- I don't want anything else. <laughs> I want, I want an hour long episode to butter of just the play, all the mm-hmm. songs, all mm-hmm. the whole deal. I want it so bad. And mm-hmm. I know we're not going to get it. It's going to like get to the play. It's mm-hmm. going to be like a camera's up and then they're going to like start the first song and then they're going to cut to everybody clapping and flowers and the end of the goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. We're going to get nothing. I know. It sucks. You know, I'm really Unlike saying vampire this. vampire play, which we actually got to see some of. I'm saying all this to... Like, what's what am I manifest the opposite? Mm-hmm. We can hope and dream and you know then be sorely disappointed. You're a Wiccan. I do. I know. I know about manifestations. You're a Wiccan. Yes, big into Wicca. Yeah, Wicca. Um, so she wants to be the prop master for the play, and she's talking to Declan, and Declan is like there spouting all his crazy bullshit about his like how Tuscany changed his life. He met a crazy girl with a Vespa and he was talking about this band that I have now referred to as the Mario Batalis. Cause I thought he was talking about like the Fratellis. Remember the, I was like the Batalis. Who's that? And I was like, is he saying like Mario Batali? No, the Fratellis. This Italian band. Remember that? They're like Irish, Irish. They're Italian louts is what I was going to say. Lutz. <laughs> Lutz, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So I gotta say, I'm gonna we'll get to it when we get to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. There's something that I really hate about this. Okay. Um, so Claire decides to steal Declan's story for life writing and then just read it for the class, and everyone's like, That's so fascinating. And Allie's like, Oh my god, Claire, I had no idea. Allie's being such a good friend in this episode. Um and it's uh, so then I yeah, go ahead. They go to the Fritz Helder and the Phantoms. I have to keep looking down to like see what the name of the band is. Um, they go to that show, and Claire's like standing outside, and then she's like, Oh my god, Declan! Like, and Declan is like, I thought you never went to Italy, as he like ruins her story for her. And how of does Allie. it even come up though that this the, the Italian thing? I, I can't because remember. she listened to the band. She downloaded their album, she said. Oh, right. And then that fed over into that because then Ellie's like, how did you find out about this band? It's like, oh, Declan found them when he was in Italy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he tells the story a little bit. So Claire, Baby sister very... out of here, gotta play, gotta just for the most of it. <laughs> Claire, Claire is bored and boring. I, so, uh, Allie... Was she mad at her for stealing Declan's story? No. I don't think so. Because I was like, who the fuck cares? It's a stupid yeah. class. Like, But fucking- also, like, 
like Allie had a good point where I was like, why don't you see this, Claire? That like your breakup was actually like a really interesting story. Well, because she's not ready to to to, no. to share that with other people. No. And what she says to Allie is she's like, You're growing up and I'm just watching. Like I, know. I felt a little bad yeah, for her there. I really I, I really kinda I kinda liked that. I did too. So then she's like, Can we go to the mall at lunch? Because I can't face seeing Casey and Jenna. Also, like Casey came up to her and like wanted to talk to her and she's like, We're not going to. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. I gotta say. Yeah. There is Claire is fine. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? For all of the setup that mm-hmm. we had, that like this character is so polarizing, and mm-hmm. I know she's on 40 million episodes of the show and yeah. that things will change, but so far, this character is absolutely fine. She's yeah, I also fine. feel like I like her more now. Like she Me seems too. more normal instead of being like, I don't know. She was so like a caricature in the beginning. I agree. And I feel like they made her into more of a person. And now I'm like, Claire's fine. I'm not bothered by her. Like, I don't know that I'm going to love her. But, you know, I mean, here we are loving Peter. So, but I'll be honest, do? when it's a Claire story or like Claire's mm-hmm. like at the at the front of something, I'm like, oh, this I'm like, she's one of the characters that I'm like interested enough in to mm-hmm. want to watch a story about. Allie's mm-hmm. another one. They're characters that like, I feel at least somewhat invested in of these mm-hmm. new people. Mm-hmm. I mean, same with Holly J. I feel pretty invested in Holly J. Mm-hmm. I weirdly feel invested in Fiona, even though she's never on the fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's also an oot and a boot person. Declan, like, no, she literally says those things, whereas Declan doesn't. So I don't think Declan's Canadian. Declan's a fucking cornball, man. The, I yeah. mean, honestly, the whole it. Oh my god! Like, and they were like drinking wine and picking grapes. Tuscany changed my life. I was like, fuck off. I hate Declan. <laughs> this little birdie face. He's such a fucking. He's such a schmuck. Like he's such so, a pretentious asshole. Yeah. So Allie and Claire go to the mall. And Claire buys like a lacy bra at the mall. And so then they go back to Degrassi and she goes in the bathroom to change into it. And she's like, this isn't for anyone else. This is just for me. And like, I was like, I like that. I like that. Um, And then one minute later when she's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, that's well, that's exactly what I was going to say. This is why I was like, cut it. Um, Allie's reading. Cut me interrupting that. And you just go on it. No, no, no. I wasn't mad at you. It was an agreement with you about it. um so Allie's reading her story and she's like Claire this is great like you know and then Claire comes out and she's like no don't read it like she's like well it's not done yet and she's like because I'm gonna go win him back and I was like no me too that earlier I said there was something I didn't like that's it and that was it yeah I was wondering if that was it it was either that or you just didn't like Casey in general now Casey is. So I didn't like Declan, which is also true. Well, Declan's doing. I'm kind of fine with Casey. He's just a schmuck. Mm-hmm. But that whole like, the only way for my story to be interesting is if I win him back. And I, and, uh, I that's so wrong. I mm-hmm. hope. I don't think the show is saying that either. Mm-hmm. I think the show is probably saying the opposite, and that's mm-hmm. what we'll find out. Mm-hmm. That's my hope. I'm giving the show the benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. which isn't always the best thing to do because you get burned in the end. But That's I'm true. thinking that it's going to, that because oh, I don't want you to feel like the only way your story can be interesting is if you 
win the guy back. The guy right? is a schmuck. Fuck the guy. How much of my life have I thought that that was true? I know. Ugh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know where that's going, but I was like, oh, that was really good until that. But yeah. But I also get it, it from the sense that like she's heartbroken and she does probably feel like Jenna mm -hmm. kind of stole him from her. So like mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know. It, it's mm -hmm. just typical like teen soapy shit. What do you Yeah. So that was it, really. <laughs> I don't miss the Fratellis. Nah, you love the, you're a big Fratellis fan. I mean, you had the t-shirt. So you must say, boy, with bones like that, the god of Gostum and Doom die. The Mario Batalis. He wears crocs on his feet. Mario, Mario, Mario. Is it Mario Batelli like a sexual predator? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck him. Is mm -hmm. <laughs> he still has famous restaurants though, right? I, oh, I'm yes, sure he's so. I'm sure. I think that he got taken off of them a little bit. I don't. There was something that happened Please. there, but I don't remember the full details. I don't want to get into it now. Probably gets so much money every day from Bob Boba. Stop saying his name, and we we won't have to give him money. <laughs> fucking bitch. He was good friends with Michael Stipe. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you girl, tell you girl, want your sister out of here, Rachel. Yes, Patrick. What do you think? How much scale of one to ten? It goes. Um, how much does it? Go it doesn't there? go there much, but there's drugs, and there's the Metropolitan Drug Task Force. Yeah. Which, so that made me give it a three. Like, they implied, like, it was going to go there more, I think. I thought it was going to be real dramatic, but it was actually just a very fun episode. It was a great episode. Ten and two for me, for sure. Great oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. It is a steering wheel. You're right. It's a steering wheel This episode. is a perfect steering wheel episode. Ten and two. It goes there at two, but boy, is the entertainment value a straight up ten. I love this episode. Hot oh my God. I great. texted you after I watched it and I said, was this the best episode of the season? I think so. Mm -hmm. I can't think of one that was better. Mm -mm. Certainly not Holiday Road, I will say for sure. Oh my God. Definitely not Holiday Road. That was probably the low point so far. This, Although I don't know. There was a lot of low points. <laughs> true. This had a really fun, silly story about a club being put up. In a day, which is, I always love that shit because it's mm -hmm. so stupid. It had that great scene when Peter and Holly J are delivering the announcement, which mm -hmm. comedy brilliance. Mm -hmm. The B story was great. Allie was great in the B story being a good friend. There was so much to like in it. This was a very likable episode. Hot Peter mm -hmm. was very likable in this episode. Mm -hmm. Jane was great telling him like, you know, I saw your your girlfriend doing crank. He had a hickey too, Peter. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's mm -hmm. a point for going there. Mm -hmm. I made out with Victor. He was so happy to make out. He was just like mm -hmm. feeling him. He was back to the old hot Peter. We yeah, you know he him. was. He was. So I'm a two. You're a three. You're a two. Or are you at steering wheel? We're steering I'm a steering wheel. wheel. I'm going with steering wheel. Ten and two, baby. Great episode. Yeah. So Pat, mm -hmm. if you were gonna open a club above the dot. Also called called above the dot above the dot yes yes um 
if you were performing yeah. at the club, sorry, no, no, you would not be performing. Right. If you were running yeah. a club above the dot, mm-hmm. as it were, and you had to pick one band to play and then put a spotlight on one of those people <laughs> in that band, you're and you're it. not allowed to say Fritz Elder in the Phantom. You're losing it here because you're losing the analogies, really getting lost in the fucking doldrums. Because now I okay, have to pick okay, a band. Okay. Am I picking a band? <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So let's Hell go back no a step. Hell hath no fury, of course. What, are you kidding me? <laughs> let's go back a step. You were really okay. cooking, and then you kind of lost it. <laughs> I'm clearly very tired. Um, so <laughs> you, you're Peter Stone. You run above the dot. You have an open mic night. Okay. And you give a prize to someone who wins at the open mic night. And that person could be anyone from this episode could perform with open mic night. I'm Peter. You know, the task force guy could perform. The owner of the dot could perform. Fritz Helder can't perform. No, he's not. Well, Fritz Helder and the Phantoms are not going to win. But I'm <laughs> Peter Stone in this scenario. Yeah. So I have to give it to myself. Yeah, the you MVD do. of the episode, yeah. the great someone is is operating that spotlight, and they're gonna swing it around and find you in the audience. Oh, bellissima Peter Stone, mm-hmm. hot Peter Lucas, mm-hmm. the MVD. That was of the also episode. mine. Yeah, I mean, come yeah. on, there's yeah. no question. There's no. I really question. liked the Claire Alley friendship, but it's not. It wasn't enough for me to give it to them. Nah, if an A story is as aces as this one is. It's mm-hmm. hard not to give the a- MVD to whoever the A story is about, especially mm-hmm. when like the energy, the fun, him running in and being like, I'm a college going guy. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, great question, Nancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweeping with that old timey broom, which like no mm-hmm. one has a broom. Oh my like God. That yeah. Like where was that Cinderella's house? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no I was like, who owns a broom like that? Brooms don't look like that anymore. Uh, They're only in Disney movies. Stringing those lights up, not doing crank. Two strings of lights. Trying so hard to be like, dude, I don't want to fuck with your party. It's your deal. I'm good. You do what you do, but we can't do it here. I just loved him. He was so lovable. And then he gets to be, he's rewarded for Mm. his goodness and his, and his sort of, uh, joie de vivre by getting his job back in the fucking band that he rightfully started for Christ's yeah. sake. Yes. It should have been Peter Stone and the Stooges. Yes. I'm so Except happy. for originally they had the mask. So that would have been confusing. Right. You couldn't, have, unless it was Peter Stone without the mask and everyone else had a mask. Yeah. That yeah. could work, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with old hot Peter Lacus. He killed it tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. solidifying himself as a character who we now absolutely love despite oh for sure all our misgivings so that's our episode oh. <laughs> we did it we're back it was a great one we it started us up mm-hmm. i would say stop me up yep if you stop me up, I'll never stop talking about hot Peter Lockett. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram at sparklespaz28, uh, Facebook, uh, Dope Monkeys and Broomheads group is great. Also the page, oh. the Deem podcast page, um, patreon.com slash Deem. This is where you want to be if you want to get that's, in. That's the fun 
the fun spot. We're gonna have write a- us an episode at every episode ver at gmail.com. Write us an episode. Oh my god, I am losing it. What's going I really on with you? It's that? only ten o'clock. I know. I haven't slept enough, and I'm not drinking. That's right. the problem. Us an episode at every episode ver at gmail.com. <laughs> write us. You know what? Write us an episode. We'll yeah, read. It. I mean, if you yeah. write an episode, we'll, we'll fucking read perform it, it. Mm-hmm. and we'll get some of the Patreon. Here's what we do: If you want to write a Degrassi, mm-hmm. send it to every episode ver at gmail.com. We will read it. We'll do a mm-hmm. special episode and we'll get some of the patrons to play characters. It would be what a fun. I like this. Uh, that would great, be very fun. We should do a Patreon hangout yeah. where we get a script for one of the episodes and mm-hmm. all of us and the fucking patrons, we will act it out together. Uh, I love it. We should do that. You made a grown man cry. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back next week and hopefully I'll be more awake then. No, you did a great job. It was fine. Mm-hmm. And write us an episode. Write us an episode. Mm-hmm. And you know as always, as always, good night. And grilled cheese, definitely. Grilled cheese, definitely. <laughs>